This is episode 8 of the One Idea Podcast. What Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu can teach you about making money. This podcast is produced by Evolve and Adapt, a certified management consulting and digital implementation firm based in Singapore and Malaysia. If you're looking for a professional team to position your brand and grow your business to the next level, speak to us at evolveadapt.com. Dear citizens, my name is JC Sum. I'm a certified marketing management consultant and the author of Evolve, Adapt or Collapse. Have you heard of mixed martial arts, MMA or the UFC? My first exposure to the Ultimate Fighting Championship or UFC was in 1994 when I was at a local Pasamalam in Singapore. Pasamalam is Malay for night market. This night market had a video store playing UFC 1 on a TV and there was a huge crowd watching. I was in that crowd wondering what in the world was I watching. It was like a movie but in real life. UFC 1 was essentially the first mainstream mixed martial arts or MMA tournament. It was like a real-life bloodsport kumite event, where different fighting systems and styles were pitted against each other. Behind the scenes, the motivation for presenting UFC was to showcase the Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu system to the world. The Gracies are a legendary family from Brazil, and the modern BJJ system was first developed by the Gracie brothers around 1920 and passed down to subsequent generations. So the whole point of UFC 1 was a marketing move to showcase the BJJ system. The chosen brother to represent the Gracies in UFC 1 was Hoyce Gracie, spelt R-O-Y-C-E. He was not the best or the biggest Gracie fighter, but they wanted to show that a smaller fighter could beat bigger fighters with BJJ. Ultimately, pun intended, the marketing gamble paid off. Hoist ran through the Ultimate Fighting Championship tournament and beat three opponents, all larger than him, in one night to win UFC 1. He would repeat the feat the next year at UFC 2. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu got the global exposure and rise in popularity that was intended. Today, every MMA fighter on the planet will train BJJ as one essential part of their skill set. The reason why Hoist and BJJ won was due to the effectiveness of the BJJ style against most other traditional martial arts that employed striking. Most popular martial art forms at that time relied heavily on striking, which is boxing and kicking, while BJJ focused on avoiding strikes and combining grappling, takedowns and submissions. So essentially, while everyone was trying to punch and kick, Hoist would tackle them to the ground and choke them up or lock up their arms. Generally, in a fight with all things being equal, the bigger opponent will always win. But if one executes a game plan that removes your opponent's advantages, one can be victorious. Hoyce's strategy against his opponents in UFC was essentially a flanking move. His opponents were most dangerous when they could punch and kick. He removed those advantages by grappling them to the ground so they were on their backs. It is very tough to punch and kick while lying on your back. The concept of the flank is taken from military warfare and applied to marketing as a strategy to sidestep the competition to take an offensive advantage or gain market share. The marketing flank can be applied to a business or an individual to make money. 
In Jack Trout and L. Rai's book, Marketing Warfare, they discuss specific marketing tactics based on their positioning concept and strategy. In an overly simplistic view, it can be very loosely perceived as doing the opposite of what the competition is doing. In marketing, going head-to-head with the competition is never a good idea. All parties generally take big hits even if one comes out on top. It is a drain on resources, time, brand name, and morale. Sticking with the martial arts analogy, Jackie Chan or Chen Long made a classic flanking move to stand out from the rest of the Kung Fu action stars and stuntmen. He often recounts his approach to differentiate himself in the 70s at the beginning of his career. In the era where Bruce Lee was reigning supreme by bringing Asian martial arts to mainstream movies and pop culture, Everyone was trying to be Bruce, resulting in multiple clones or wannabes of the master. Jackie flanked everyone by doing the opposite of what Bruce Lee did. While Bruce was the tough action hero, Jackie always portrayed himself as the often hapless and reluctant hero. Bruce Lee always kicked high to show off his skills and flexibility. Jackie always kicked low. Bruce always ended his punches with an aggressive battle cry. Jackie would grimace in pain and shake his hand. Jackie's flanking move of combining physical comedy with martial arts paved the way to his success, not discounting his talent, hard work, and technical skills. The concept of flanking can be used to create a position against what is already established in the consumer's mind or against who is already in the marketplace. Here are some other examples in business where flanks were used to sidestep the competition to communicate a strong brand message and gain market share. Bollywood, India's Hollywood. Shenzhen, China's Silicon Valley, home to tech giants such as Tencent and Alibaba. Cirque du Soleil, the name of one of Cirque's first productions was We Reinvent the Circus. Malaysia, truly Asia. Malaysia touted itself as having all Asian elements, natural and man-made, all in one country. Speed, the 1993 film starring Keanu Reeves. Die Hard on a Bus, a position against the 1989 Bruce Willis movie. Pork, the other white meat, positioned against chicken. 7-Up, the Uncola, a position against the leader in soft drinks, Coca-Cola. The flanking concept can apply if you are a business owner or a working professional in an organization. In both cases, you are vying for a prize, such as market share for a business or a promotion or raise for an employee. If you are an employee, what flanking move can you do to sidestep your competition or peers at work? If you are a business owner, even if it's just a small part-time side hustle, such as being a content creator, selling baked goods over social media, minting and selling NFTs, or giving tuition to kids. What flanking moves can you apply to your product or service? Here are some ideas to get you going. Do you have a personal skill, like certain technical expertise or social skills, like the easy ability to network and connect with people? Are you in a favorable geographical location that gives you an advantage over others? Do you have a supply source that is exclusive to you that allows you to differentiate your product from others or keep costs low that allows you to offer competitive pricing? 
Do you have certain physical attributes that make it easier to do certain things better than others? Do you have a physical appearance that is very different from others who are doing the same thing? Do you have a unique education or professional experience that you bring to your industry that is uncommon? That may give you a different perspective on how things can be done resulting in different approaches that are fresh and have never been seen before. Do you have a skill set that you have developed from a hobby or sport that can be applied to business or your job? We all have the ability to flank our competitors, but it requires thought and an objective assessment of your own strengths and weaknesses. Just like DNA or a fingerprint, each individual has a specific combination of experience, knowledge, talents, inherent attributes, education, value system, and perspectives. These form a mix that is unique to each person, just like DNA or a fingerprint. Outflanking your competitors can save you time, money, and energy, which can be better spent on improving yourself or your products or services. So flank and conquer the world. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Idea Podcast. Catch every episode by subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite podcast app. Just search for One Idea, O-N-E-E-Y-E, D-E-E-R. As you know, a podcast needs listeners' reviews to grow, so please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This ensures we can keep this podcast free forever. Check the show notes for details. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, myself, or our consulting firm, head over to oneideapodcast.com. My name is JC Sum, and this has been One Idea.